many people living with disability or uh, illnesses in the northwest region of Cameroon could benefit from rehabilitation in the health in the healthcare program. You know, including you know things like occupational therapy, physical therapy, speech therapy, and related fields. But rehabilitation, as important it is, as it is, is often overlooked in Africa, especially in the Cameroon. So, how exactly can we help with that? What kind of systems are in place? That's exactly what we're talking about in this episode. We're speaking with Julius and Christian. They are based in Canada, one in Toronto, and other in Ottawa. Incredible, incredible gentlemen. ICDR Cameroon is the name of the initiative, the name of the program. Man, you guys are in for an incredible, incredible episode. Please keep it locked. Shout out to Mane and Dopin for making this happen. This is Stuck in the Middle Podcast. Keep it locked. After this intro, we're going to get an interview. So, so Christian, what, what exactly is ICDR or uh, the International Center for Disability and Rehabilitation? Or what, what is it for people who you know, are coming to it right now for the first time watching this video? Oh, yeah, sure. I can explain. So um, ICDR is located at the University of Toronto in Canada, uh, the Faculty of Medicine, I believe. Uh, Julius can correct me if I'm wrong. Um, yes, it is. Yeah. Yes. So it's... Um, it's a center that engages in research and practice in the areas of uh, disability and rehabilitation. Mm-hmm. Um, it has, um, it engages in those activities in both in Canada, but also internationally. It has research groups um, that focus on many developing countries, including uh, Tanzania, Vietnam, uh, Trinidad and Tobago, uh, Cameroon. Mm-hmm. And we are part of uh, the Cameroon uh, research uh, section of ICDR. So you both are based in, in, in Toronto, Canada right now? Yes, we are. Julius, uh, how did you... Uh, Julius, Julius is... Uh, no, I am in, in, in Toronto. Mm-hmm. Uh, Julius is in Ottawa, I believe. Oh, okay. Dang, it's cold, 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 cold out there, man. <laughs> how did you... How did you come to get involved with ICDR, Julius? How did you How did you come to get involved with it and when? Yeah, so in 2017, I uh, I got in, ch- in touch with uh, Lynn Coburn, who's uh, chair of uh, ICDR Cameroon Group, and then we, you know, got to talk about, uh, you know, some collaboration, and then I, you know, got to have uh, a, a position at the University of Toronto uh, as as adjunct faculty, and then through that. I became involved with ICDR Cameroon. So that is how I started. And of course, the interest in ICDR Cameroon also comes from the fact that I'm originally from Cameroon. Mm-hmm. And so I was very interested to see that there was you know, a research group that was uh, doing something to try to improve uh, the lives uh, of people living with disabilities in the Northwest regions or the region of Cameroon. So how, in this, this partnership, you guys, brothers, you know, like schoolmates from back in Cameroon, like how did the link up happen? Either one. Yeah, so Christian was already part of uh, ICDR Cameroon before I joined. Uh, I never knew Christian before. So it was by becoming part of ICDR Cameroon that I got to know uh, Christian. And I believe that uh, Christian can explain best how he became involved with uh, ICDR Cameroon. But of course, uh, Lynn Coburn, like I said, was very instrumental in setting up this group. 
and then uh, you know look, looking for people to become part of this group and to do some work in Cameroon to improve the lives of people uh, living in with disability so so Christian in what capacity exactly you know what I mean like this ICDR uh, International Center for Disability and Rehabilitation serving Cameroon you know I know you know like you said in Tanzania you know different countries but in what what capacity is it just like a research focus uh initiative or you know like uh help focus initiative like in what capacity does the icdr help these various countries in cameroon in particular yeah so yeah in, in terms of um, activities it's both research and practice um we conduct research uh, related to those uh, two areas uh, disability and rehabilitation uh, but we also engage in practice and supporting our partners uh, in cameroon uh, those partners could be uh, non-governmental organizations um hospitals um or just people who work uh, for example at the ministry of uh, of at a ministry that will be in charge of uh, rehabilitation and disability uh, issues mm. so we are we engage in both uh, practice and research in Cameroon so like for perspective what is the scope of disability and rehabilitation right now in the northwest region of Cameroon like you know what i mean like for somebody who has no idea how would you describe it is it like uh, you know disparate disparaging situation like what is the scope of when you talk about disability and rehabilitation in the northwest region of Cameroon right now yeah. um, i mean i can uh, talk about it and i'm sure Julius will add a few things about this mm-hmm. um i think the situation because right now in Cameroon we have a, a conflict happening mm-hmm. um in northern uh, in northwest and southwest regions and um even before the conflict the situation was pretty uh, dire Mm-hmm. Uh, we had issues uh, just implementing our activities um the the conditions of people with disabilities uh was not great um mm-hmm. so the the conflict right now is just worse in the situation mm-hmm. and so so that's the context so of rehabilitation disabilities in Cameroon but um despite the conflict we are still able to sort of implement some activities uh we have we have our partners on the ground sometimes we support them in terms of funding but also in terms of our i don't like to use expertise because i i am not an expert in in disability and rehabilitation mm-hmm. uh, so i but i am sort of expert in other areas that are uh, connected i i just finished my phd at the university of toronto in higher education research so uh, i try sometimes to connect uh, disability and rehabilitation uh, to my own area of expertise so we provide that support to our partners on the ground recently we organized um, a forum uh, where we taught them uh, we introduced them in uh, research methods and in data analysis so that's something that we 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 do and that's something um, my expertise sort of contributes to in helping people on the ground yeah anything to add there uh Yes, thanks. Uh, just to add to what uh, Christian just said, I just want to go uh, take a step back and just give you a, a, some statistics. You know, first, mm-hmm. um, there, you know, there are about a billion people living with disabilities worldwide, according to the WHO, and uh, about 80% of these people live in resource-poor settings, like in countries like uh, low-income countries, and uh, therefore, uh, in in those low-income countries and resource-poor settings. it's uh you know rehabilitation sciences section it's usually uh, i think a neglected section where you don't get you don't get a lot of uh, of efforts of resources put in into that so coming back to cameroon in in the northwest region of cameroon of, and uh, in general in cameroon 
the rehabilitation science is also not well developed. Go therapy well, in, in the Northwest region, but we don't have uh, occupational therapy. And so those are type of things that we work to ensure that uh, we work with the partners that we have in Cameroon to, to support them in, in terms of education, in terms of long-term partnership, so that we can uh, provide uh, services that, that uh, support what they, what they do in the region. So um, one of the things that we've done also with the conflict that uh, Christian mentioned was, is that we have uh, worked together with a group there in Cameroon to set up a forum uh, and the forum was uh, aimed at supporting the, you know, mental health workers, and not just mental health workers, but people working in health and social care during the violent conflict to ensure that we support them both mentally and also help to provide them with uh, the, the resources. When I talk about the resources, more about the training, and therefore you have a forum that provides support. And in addition, it also helps people to gain some, some skills that they didn't have and to be able to cope with the, uh, the the conflict and also whilst you know providing the uh, the services that we can, we can provide. So that is uh, what we've been doing there. And of course, um, it's a long way that we we still have you know we still have a lot to do. But again, we take uh, little steps to ensure that we are able to uh, provide support to our partners there in Cameroon. Mm. How you know you mentioned part and this is uh, this is really good stuff. You mentioned partnership. You know, like uh, speak speak a little bit more. I know Julius, you can you can start, and then Chris chimes in. As far as like partnership is concerned, where do you need strategic partnerships right now? Not only in Cameroon, but worldwide, even here for people listening right now. What kind of you know things are you looking for that would help augment this initiative? All right, thank you. So uh, ICDR in general actually works by you know linking up with with partners that are found in different countries. So because we work in res resource uh, poor settings. We, we've identified some partners within those countries where we can work with mm -hmm. to be able to deliver services. But apart from, from that, um, there, there are numerous ways in which people can get involved. Um, so we can get students who, are, who become part of the student group who, who also might be interested in, in internships in, this, in, in these countries. In Cameroon, for instance, we help to place students at, at, with various organizations providing internships that also help them in, this, uh, in, in their field. But apart from, from this as well, what we do is that we have uh, researchers, so people can also be involved as research, researchers. If you're interested in research, then you can get in, in touch with ICDR and then become part of a research group so that various groups that exist. Now, coming back to the Northwest region in Cameroon, our, our, our main partner uh, with, uh, in, in the Northwest is uh, known as the Coordinating Unit for the Association of Persons with Disabilities. So this is a group that coordinates different groups of people with disabilities in the Northwest region. And so what we do is like, as, as a partner, we, we, we provide support to them in various ways. We work together on various projects. Uh, one of those projects that, uh, that is currently going on is uh, a project on HIV, uh, AIDS and rehabilitation. And therefore they've identified a specific project uh, to produce educational materials and trainings for people with disabilities and then we provide support in the development of these materials then they in turn will be able to transcribe these materials into various accessible formats that will be able to reach out to a wider audience now we've also worked together with other groups there in the past to support the work that other organizations like the um, healthcare organizations in Cameroon 
specifically in the Northwest region, are involved in. So we do a lot of partnership with, with, with them. But the main organization is that association, the associating unit of the persons with disabilities in the Northwest region. Hmm. Christian, as far as you know, like education is concerned, you know, it's one thing to educate, you know, both the, you know, healthcare workers, work, you know, helping out these folks with disability who need, you know, uh, rehabilitation. But it's also one thing, as you know, back in Cameroon or Africa, for example, that is, you know, people living with these conditions are stigmatized. You know, speak about the education aspect of those of us who, you know, uh, you know, to be supporting these people as far as like knowing that, you know, uh, these, these are people that in, in these situations and need access to society to be able to function just as everybody else. Are there any things that ICDR is doing in that capacity as far as like just education, educating people not to stigmatize these folks and to help integrate them into society as effortlessly as possible? Yeah, I think that's a very good question because it, uh, it, and it goes back to when I joined ICDR. Uh, mm -hmm. I joined ICDR in 2013, uh, just like so almost by accident. Um, I um, I was a graduate student back then, and um, I welcomed the opportunity uh, to just earn extra uh, income mm -hmm. uh, and also help Cameroon in some to some extent. So when I joined ICDR back then, um, I think that the debate was about um, uh, I had a debate with the, the chair Lin um, and other members about uh, that stigmatization that exists in some societies uh, against people with disabilities. And um, I, I think it's important to understand that um, you you cannot uh, transpose uh, values from one country to, to another uh, in a really dramatic way. Uh, for example, people with disabilities in the West, in Western countries, are somewhat better off than people with disabilities in developing countries. Mm -hmm. um, and But you need to understand the context in the developing countries as to why people are stigmatized. Uh, people, there is a lot of um, uh, some sometimes in, in some countries, for example, people with disabilities will be will be labeled as uh, witch, witch, uh, witches. So, um, and then it will have in, an impact on how they are treated. Uh, sometimes, um, I, I think I remember Lynn telling me a story about uh, people, some people with disabilities in the northwest region in Cameroon that will be chained uh, mm -hmm. for for a whole day uh, because people were just afraid that they might. Um, harm uh, themselves or, or their family members, uh, but they were treated in such poor conditions. So um, although it's, it, this is a very, very terrible situation, but at the same time, you need to understand the context of the country and what, what is the uh, people's perspective on the, on the ground and maybe try to address that because people are sometimes very resistant when you come with a sort of a human right perspective in, in terms of, okay, you need to treat uh, people with disabilities this way because this is how they are treated in the West, people will be resisting. So you mm -hmm. need to approach it in an angle, like a cultural angle, and try to sort of understand and go and go about it in sort of a smooth way. Uh, because you just cannot uh, eradicate discrimination against people with disabilities with such a just a human right approach and people coming from the West and just uh, having, um, but then people, uh, uh, local people will have the perception that they are, they are being imposed certain values. Um, so that's that's my how I approached it, and that's from the beginning when I joined ICTR. I just want to stress the local context mm -hmm. and work with the local context to improve people's uh, uh, people's condition. Uh, Julius, what 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 struggles do you do? You, you know, ICTR or you 
personally, you know, and this is a question for both of you, start with Julius. What struggles do you face as far as like, not only with a struggle, but implementing everything that it is that ICDR is looking to, you know, implement in Cameroon? You know, what, what, Christian, you've been, you've been a part of it since 2013. I don't know. How about you, Julius? Yeah. So, uh, the one of the challenges that we face will be uh, technological. I would say mm -hmm. that's the first one. When I talk about technological, we think about, let's say, the, there's usually problems with the bandwidth. Those those living in the Northwest region in Cameroon often do not have enough bandwidth, you know, when, when we communicate with them. So because we have a lot of meetings online, and um, if you, for instance, were to have a, a Zoom call, uh, a lot of people will not, you know, be able to sustain that Zoom call for long because of uh -huh. problems with, with bandwidth. So that's one of the things. So meetings, it's usually it becomes a, a bit challenging and therefore we need to resort to using other technology like uh, WhatsApp, where you can, you know, uh, chat with people via WhatsApp and, and you, you still be able to, you know, hold meetings through that. Now that's not just about that. Again, there is uh, power outages that are very common as well. Right. where um, You can be having a meeting and you want to implement certain things and it doesn't work. Of course, then those are some of the, of those challenges that we have. But again, additionally, there are, uh, there are times when you will need to, you know, in terms of implementation, you need to go through some administrate, uh, administrative procedures. And therefore, uh, in, it, it could be challenging at times when uh, things are not done very fast. So those will, will be the main things. And of course, uh, in terms of uh, providing the support that we do or working together with our partners too, then we need to ensure that the, we have all of the resources, the financial resources. And that is why we recently applied um, to uh, a grant known as, uh, to carry out a project known as PEARL, which is Partnerships for Inclusive Research mm -hmm. and Learning. And the Partnerships for Inclusive Research and Learning, and this is about learning about disability inclusive research, disability inclusive development. So including persons with disabilities in research, how do you form a research team that is inclusive? And uh, we, getting funding for this, we have been able now to set up partnerships with other groups there in the in Cameroon, uh, like um, some some at the University of Bamenda, then uh, our partners, uh, the coordinating unit, and other other groups there in Cameroon, where we learn together about inclusive research and we uh, develop materials together, and then we uh, get everybody involved in. Uh, collecting data, analyzing, and then reporting on this. So this is about persons with disabilities. And if we are doing things together, or if we, if we were to say that we're doing things for them, we're not actually doing things for them. We're doing things together with them. And therefore each person is involved, is uh, included in the whole process. Mm -hmm. So th th those are the challenges. And we we look, look at ways that we work together with other partners, like here in Canada, getting funding from this uh, known as uh, the, the organization known as SHAC, and then uh -huh. uh, being able to implement these projects there in Cameroon and not just Cameroon, but internationally because uh, people belonging to the Pearl uh, project also have what we know, we call the Pearl network, which is open to people all over the world. Therefore, for your listeners, those who are interested in, bec in becoming part of Pearl, then you can join the Pearl network by contacting us. So. Through that, when we can uh, together work in Cameroon and in other countries to ensure that we help improve the lives of persons with disabilities. 
Christian, what? I'm sure there's you know success success stories. Can you share any 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 with you know with us? And then after this, and I'm gonna pass it over to my co-host AK to kind of like you know uh, finish our conversation here. But you know, she just share some success stories with us real quick. You know, with ICDR working in Cameroon. I think uh, yeah. Now that you are asking the question about success stories, uh, I have to think hard because it's not that we don't have success stories. It's because we are so much focused on putting out fire and addressing issues that we sometimes forget about uh, success stories. Uh, but I think what um, what I can speak about right now is I think what it's what uh, Julius just mentioned the Pearl in, in initiative that we are currently running, where we were supposed we were, we uh, we obtained funding from. Uh, a federal granting agency in Canada to uh, to conduct this uh, this this project, the Power, the Power Network project, uh, which is it's really great because uh, it's not not just in terms of what we are actually doing, but it provides some funding stabilities in terms in, in implementing some of our activities in the long run, because that's really important. And um, I'm I'm a, the, the vice chair finance of the group. So I always look at, uh, I sometimes look at, it, at things in the financial angle. So that that would be a success story for me, uh, in terms of securing that those funds uh, for for a few years and being able to help our partners uh, in Cameroon. If I could add uh, to what Christian just said, uh, there's one other success story is that of uh, we had a project known as a smartphones project, mm-hmm. and in the smartphone project we. We worked with our partners, the coordinating unit, to acquire some, you know, smartphones, and then people with visual impairments had access to these smartphones. Then they organized workshops where they trained, you know, different members on using some of the functions of the phone. Of course, you know, the smartphone can also serve as an assistive technology. And uh, through the smartphones, you can read your emails, you can get connected. And uh, so we had this project together with them and. They were able to go through the trainings and after that uh, evaluate this project and we're hearing that uh, it's, it's had a very great impact on them and so that to us also is one of the success stories yeah man oh uh, we love hearing success stories because that's that's one way that you know most people gravitate towards you know organizations and also support too as well but um one thing that we also want to know too is what i mean what's the specific need that ICDR Cameroon has right now, you know, that our listeners can be able to partner with in helping. So I can jump right in. Thank you. Thank you about. Uh, thank you for the question. Uh, in, in terms of, um, come on, we need money, man. So uh, it's to tell you the truth. Uh, but but it's important just also to uh, to stress that we need uh, funding, not just to provide uh, people with uh, like you know you know to say uh, instead of giving someone fish, I teach them how to uh, right, fish. Right. Or to yeah, so uh, we, this is what we are trying to do, uh, and it, this is uh, the motto in our relationship with our partners. Uh, this is not to support them uh, in the long run, but to make them independent at, at, as as early in the process as possible. But uh, at the same time, uh, you need uh, funding just to start that process. Um, uh, so we 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 are we recently um, uh, got a, approval to fund. Um, sort of a, a small initiative that will that will sort of uh, address uh, the issues of um, uh, people with disabilities who who have uh, HIV uh, in in the, in the northwest and southwest region of Cameroon and how they are they are coping with the, the current conflict. So um, uh, um, every funding is welcome uh, because it will go toward uh, supporting our partners and eventually uh, making them self-sufficient. 
uh, because that's always what we try to, to emphasize. And uh, uh, yeah, so you, anybody can uh, can contact uh, me or Julius or Lynn Coburn. She's uh, our chair uh, at the University of Toronto. So anything will be any support will be welcome, financial uh, otherwise. Mm-hmm. Julius, do you have anything to add there? Yes. Yes. So just like I said earlier on uh, the where. You know, we have the Pearl Network, and those who are interested in becoming part of the Pearl Network can can visit our website and uh, and become. You know, there is a form to fill or send an email, and you become part of the network. Uh, a network of researchers of people worldwide who are working to improve the lives of uh, persons with disabilities. But again, then uh, we produce educational materials and uh, we disseminate these uh, to improve knowledge on uh, the situation in the Northwest region. Now, not just that, uh, we also have uh, the technological need. If you're out there and you are good in, with technology, uh, maybe assistive technology, so you know some other technologies that can be used to help uh, persons with disabilities, maybe those with uh, visual impairment to uh, different devices to be able to access not just the internet, or but to uh, improve their daily lives, then uh, we, we welcome you know, discussions um, around that, uh, that area. So with the technological need, and then of course we need the human resources, which is those partners becoming part of the network and, and working together with us. And then again, if you're, if you're a student out there and you are interested in knowing more about or having an internship or uh, working on some projects, then we, we welcome you amongst us. Uh, we have a lot of research projects that are going on and uh, we do a lot a lot of writing collaborative writing collaborative research and publications and if you want to be involved in the research process then uh you know get in touch with us and then become part of our group and we can work together thank you you keep um you get, those are group um, great pointers right but how can people actually get in touch with you can you give an email um social handle that people can connect with you guys yeah, so Christian will give the, uh, the, the, the we have the, the Twitter account, but of course my my email address is j.nganji at utoronto.ca. So it's j.nganji at utoronto.ca. Yeah, and um, yeah, so talking about a Twitter handle, we have a Twitter handle for ICDR Cameroon. Uh, it's uh, ICDR, so it's Cameroon, uh, ICDR. Uh, C-A-M-E-R-O-O-N-I-C-D-R. Uh, you can uh, reach, I, I'm, I'm the administrator of that Twitter uh, account. Uh, you can uh, DM me, uh, you can email us as well. You, you, uh, Julius just gave his email address. Lynn, our chair, her email address is l.coburn, C-O-C-K-B-U-R-N at utoronto.ca. And you can reach me. My email address is uh, chris.noumi1 at gmail.com. Uh, what, what, what gives you, you know, both of you guys a sense of joy and pride and motivation to keep going on a daily basis, you know, with not only ICDR, but just, you know, everything you got going on in life? What gives you a sense of, you know, uh, joy and motivation to keep going? Yeah, I think for me, uh, it's um, like focusing on the, the little things. Um, it's uh, it's very uh, it's sometimes very frustrating uh, to be working from outside of the country, uh, but uh, there are things that give me uh, sort of joy and hope. Uh, for example, when we uh, we uh, partner we have our partners, we develop an initiative where 
for example, uh, recently, I think I mentioned that uh, we help them in the research process, uh, how to develop a research question, how to collect data, how to analyze data. And these are the smaller things. And we saw the feedback we received when we were conducting that workshop. And it was really positive. The type, type of questions they were asking sort of give me confidence that what we are doing is worthwhile uh, because eventually it, it, the, the goal is to make our partners uh, self-sufficient. Yeah, so so every little thing uh, actually helps. And um, I'd mentioned the a project that we had called the Forum supporting you know the the healthcare workers there in the northwest region during this this conflict, and uh, one of the things too when we're evaluating that that program, we we found you know the feedback we got from a few participants that we interviewed, um, talking about the impact of the program on their lives and you know personal lives and professional lives. Uh, it was really tremendous, and that gives us a joy, and we see that you know the little things that we do actually help people. And so this actually brings us joy. It gives us more energy and uh, you know, the need to identify more projects and move on and uh, work together with our partners, with people there in Cameroon to ensure that we can uh, improve the, the lives of uh, persons living with disabilities in, in the various ways that we can with the, the resources that we have available to us. What say you to the people who think of the government as you know a holdback, right? Like the government will hold them back from actually donating to people to help um, Cameroon, not just mentally, but um, those with disabilities physically as well, right? What say you to those people? Well, there are a lot of people there out there, you know, um, we don't need to uh, depend on the government to, you know, to lead us to be involved in various initiatives. So we can, as individuals, become involved in our own ways and by, by supporting in the various ways that we've just mentioned or of partnerships, or maybe being involved in, in different groups and doing things. It doesn't need to be groundbreaking things, but uh, very little things actually help and they have uh, you know, tremendous impact. So that's just an encouragement that you can get involved in little things that you identify uh, that would help people and, and get very uh, useful and positive results. Yeah, we, we, are, we are not a, like sort of a political organization. Uh, what we are do, uh, we are doing things on a small, on a small, on a small scale. Um, yeah, so and, and anything, and then we are, we are not antagonizing anything, including the, anybody, including the government. So whatever we are doing uh, is just on a small scale, but uh, it, it has a big impact. So, yeah. As far as the future is concerned, right? Uh, what are some of your immediate goals, you know, programs that you guys see long-term that you want to implement and short-term as well, you know, for the listeners, um, how can they help? Again, um, I want you guys to uh, emphasize how they can contact you guys on social as we call, as, as we wrap up this um, um, interview. Yeah, so we are setting up uh, just, just in the short term, we are um, working on a, a program to be able to uh, organize virtual placements for occupational therapists uh, students to be able to you know be placed with organizations there in, in Cameroon so, so that it helps the students in their in their projects in their own education here but while also working with the groups there in Cameroon you know to support them in one way or the other and um, so for the for those students that are out there who are in occupational therapy they can become part of this and get a mentor uh, that would be mentor them and then they'll be able to work on international projects like uh, they, this is part of international development 
then of course, um, in the long term, we are looking to identify more projects there in the Northwest region in Cameroon and uh, to ensure that we, uh, we continue to sustain the partnerships that we have. And uh, we are still looking for funding. We have a lot of things that we need to do in Cameroon, but we can't do this without the, the, the finances. So out there, uh, there are organizations uh, or individuals who feel that they can support the work of ICDR Cameroon, then please, again, um, you have our Twitter handle, you have the email addresses uh, that we've uh, mentioned. But again, on the ICDR website, there is a, a, a form for donation where you can actually go on the, on the website and then you, you, you donate. There'll be instructions there. So you can donate to a specific projects there on, at uh, ICDR Cameroon. Thank you. Thank you. Anything to add, Christian? Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I think um, Julius said pretty much everything, uh, except I can add one thing to what he said earlier in terms of what we are um, organizing to uh, support virtual uh, placement for students uh, in, uh, in our program. Um, I think we are looking, we are also looking, we have people on the ground, partners on the ground, but we, we, are, we will welcome more uh, partners who can support students as mentors uh, virtually. Uh, people, whether, whether in Cameroon, but also uh, in the West, uh, you can be uh, a mentor for students for student who are uh, doing placements online, whether you are in the US, you are an occupational therapist uh, in the US or in Canada or in Europe, you can become a mentor for, for those students who are who will be doing a, a placement um, mm. virtually to Cameroon. Man, listen, you guys are doing an incredible thing. I appreciate the work. Thank you guys for making time. I know, you know, we, we, we struggled to make this happen, you know, but we finally made it happen. So, you know, definitely want to thank you guys, Christian and Julius joining us on this call. Hopefully the audience can get some, get some stuff from, from this and uh, hopefully people partner with what you guys are doing. And uh, shout out to everybody up there in Toronto. That's uh, that's like a third home for me. So, and, 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 and uh, what's it, Ottawa? Ottawa? Not Ottawa. Uh, where you yeah, are, Julius? So I'm actually based in Gatineau, which is just like, uh, well, we have Ottawa Gardner, it's like one region, right? So yes, so I'm based in Gardner. Yeah. Man, you keep going in and in the cold more and more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man, I appreciate you guys, man. Hopefully, you know, we can we can link up, you know, physically in, in the future when Corona is over, when you're down here, we up there. So thank you guys again so much for joining Absolutely. us. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you for Thanks inviting for us. On. Thank you for the yeah. opportunity. Yes, yes. And Thanks for having us on your platform. Certainly. If you enjoy what you watched and what you heard on YouTube, hit that subscribe button and to bring us, you get updates every time we drop something new. SITMpodcast.com is the website. Put a backslash if you can read blogs or backslash if you can shop merch. That's how we are able to drive this machine. I want to thank uh, AK, Ma for making this happen, Achiri, Charles, the whole team. And also a special thank you to Mane who actually put us in contact with uh, Julius and Christian and the ICPR camera initiative. She's also an occupational therapist as well very passionate about this stuff so if you are in that field i got a lot of friends so definitely appreciate if you guys enjoyed this interview and uh hit them up thank you all for watching this stuck middle podcast i am flex aka in the background we out